Drew, I'm going to give you the largest honor that you could ever have. You know what that is? Why are you whipping out your penis? You froze up. You goddamn froze up again. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Your McMahon would have been better. You know, your McMahon would have been better if he didn't freeze up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I froze up. So, Drew, you and me are going to experience what Pat Patterson and I had. You're going to take this sword. Yeah. And you're going to stick it in that hole. You're going to stick it right in. Stick it in, Drew. Like Excalibur, but reverse. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be fireworks after you stick it in the hole. <laughs> If I didn't know any better, I'd think you're trying to have me bang you. <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. God. Well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are the chosen one. I'd bury that sword in any hole he wanted. Come again? Sure, I don't mind if I do. I think my McMahon sounded like fucking Richard Nixon right there. Because I'm trying to do older McMahon because he doesn't, he hasn't really, he's really super raspy now. So, if I, yeah, so I'm yeah, trying to stay I, true to who I, he is right now. You, know? you are listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops with Vlad the Impaler and Silicon Steve Valley. And now, here is Silicon Steve Valley and Vlad the Impaler. Thank you, everybody, yeah, yeah. for joining us here. High spots and cheap pops. We have Vlad the Impaler on the other side, sporting the beautiful Brody Lee uh, Memorial, particularly the Memorial shirt. If you can still get that, are they sold out yet? Yeah, you probably will make more. All proceeds go to uh, the, the Brody Lee family. So good for you for helping yeah. them out. I have, uh, I got a Don Callis one coming. I'm really excited about. I mean, you're, uh, I mean, that's uh, it's, uh, true alters, altruism there. Uh, you, get dude, the, you, get the, you get the invisible hand shirt. Uh, yeah, and yeah, the invisible hand, but it says next level consciousness. It's going to be pretty badass. I can't wait. Cannot wait. So, yeah. So we just got, we're, we're recording right after Raw got on air. And, and uh, so what we heard some from tonight, and then we'll go into the Royal Rumble review. Vlad, you were checking Raw out. I didn't have an opportunity to do so. I had other important things to do, if I could be frank. Yep. I'm a very busy man. And Raw just you doesn't are. make the cut. Raw just does not make the cut anymore. I'm sorry, folks. So yeah, I, I forced I forced it to make the cut for me tonight since it is WrestleMania season. Yeah, I usually know what happens, but what exact what are the big things that happen in Raw tonight there, Vlad? Uh the huge thing that happened was the uh, almost obvious heel turn of Sheamus on McIntyre. So it looks like we might be building towards that for WrestleMania. A little bit of a surprise because most people I think were thinking Edge v. McIntyre at WrestleMania. But au contraire, Bruce Pritchard and company have another idea and it seems to be pointing towards 
the head of the table, Roman Reigns. And uh, as they sort of had Edge out there in the ring with uh, McIntyre and Sheamus, and uh, Edge foreshadowed and mentioned something about uh, regaining something he never lost. So uh, considering he was on SmackDown, as we, you and I were discussing, it seems as though they're going to go for the Battle of the Spears, Roman Reigns and Edge, which is definitely going to be interesting. Can we have a triple uh, I mean, threat I, with Goldberg. Can we just throw Goldberg in a title scene now with the Battle of the Spear? That writes itself. I think uh, well, the, it'll be a spear match. Whoever hits the, mo- the first person to hit seven, sp- they'll have the most spears in an hour. They'll have an Iron Man spear match. <laughs> oh, no, Roman hit his 30-second spear. <laughs> I can't believe he hit another spear, Cole. <laughs> it's the yeah. 16th spear, and Lesnar still kicks out. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give him credit where it's due? Yes, we have because it doesn't happen as often as we'd like. They did the right thing. Hey, let's speed this along. You know what? All right, here's the rubber match. You and I know we're going. They're going to wrestle again eventually. I mean, my God. I mean, yeah, but you, yeah, but it's it. not the. It's not that part of the series, though. You know what I mean? This is their series, and but it's okay, dude. You know what? We've seen it twice. I mean, you could have had it at Fast Lane. Yeah. But you know what? Whatever. I, Raw yeah, was really the. It? You know yeah. what? Let Raw have a match like that. Let Raw have a WrestleMania type match for Raw. If they probably were trying to pop a rating, and hopefully they did. Yeah. Um, and so that was cool. How was the turn on on McIntyre or on from Sheamus? Did Sheamus just hit him with a? Uh, does he do the bro kick? Is that his thing? Yeah, he yeah. does the bro kick. He did hit him with the bro kick, but he. Uh, um, yeah, he just hit him with a bro kick. McIntyre turned around, and then Sheamus just ran up to him and uh, gave him the old uh, Irish brogue kick right to the uh, Scottish melon. Which so which, which kick do you think is more devastating? The Huluva kick? The, oh, the Claymore? or Claymore. Or the... Oh, I, I wasn't done. Sweet Claymore. shit. How about... Let's throw tree, sweet shit music into that. Just for the hell of it, because uh, we got we got to pop we got to pop the rating. Throw Shawn Michaels in there. Um, <laughs> he is Mr. WrestleMania. <laughs> don't forget. Uh, so now we don't have to, we don't have to do sweet shit music. Actually, we'll just do that and we'll do uh, the bro kick. You, you think the Claymore is the best one of the group? Yeah, easy. And I love Sammy. But I don't yeah, like man, that's my least favorite one because wow. I, because I feel like it looks silly. The Claymore. The Claymore looks kind of silly. I don't know. He loses it. It looks like a drop kick a little bit. Yeah, like with one like face. He smacks his leg real obvious. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, but it's like the size of the guy hitting. And you know what I like about it is like he can hit anybody at any height with it. Yeah, about. no, it's a, it's a, it's a good. I just don't think it looks as devastating as the other two. And I'm McIntyre's. Uh, I like Sammy better, better cause I'm the McIntyre, okay. but I could see McIntyre being the bigger. I, I get Mac and McIntyre is great. All three of them are really, I mean, Seamus is a distant third in my opinion, in terms of the guy. Yeah, yeah I agree. But you know what I think, what I sort of th- thought of as uh like I guess noticed that Seamus and McIntyre are going to be feuding here to me. It's like, they're putting guys that have some experience in movies and acting 
Um, actually, McIntyre, I don't think he's done that, but like it's obvious that he's going to be an actor uh, to me. I could see him on a Game of Thrones prequel or something like that, you know? I could see and, him in uh, Fast and Furious 62, Bo. Furious in Scotland. But yeah, like, so, like, he, he, with, um, with McIntyre, Edge beats for RKO. And um, uh, beyond that, my favorite part of the uh, of Raw tonight was actually Miz and Morrison and interviewing uh, this Bad Bunny character. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but it was it was like Miz and Morrison were like just mocking him beautifully. It was great. Thank God. That's yeah. really awesome. What did they say? Because I didn't like the I, whatever the kid. If the kids really, I never heard of the guy. If the kids like him, the kids like him. It's not my place to say, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you and I probably wouldn't want to sit through his performance. Uh, you know, we probably were. Uh, I mean, I know I was I was grateful for the fast forward button at that moment. I was watching live. Were you? <laughs> and. And my wife was, you know, we were in a, we were in a very comfortable position. Nothing sexual, folks. Get your heads out of the damn gutter. Um, but we were comfortable, and I was like, eh, I won't get up. You know, I thought maybe I'd get up and get a snack or something. But I, Man. the whole thing, he, the entire thing was actually in Spanish. I didn't catch one, uh, one English word except when he talks about Booker T. He just says Booker T, and that was sounded like it was English. But I didn't listen all that closely. Hmm. Booker T was there, just a GI bro, which was interesting. Yeah, it looked, yeah, it looked like he was ready to enlist from what I saw. Yeah, he had that gimmick, um, GI bro, for a hot second, I think, when Russo was in charge of that. Actually, I think it was his gimmick back in the day with WCW, and I think they tried to bring it back. He was like GI oh bro God. for like – I don't know if it was before yeah. or after Harlem Heat. GI bro, I didn't realize that man. That's hilarious, dude. There's so many gimmicks. I I forgot all about GI bro until, and I think it was Miz and Mar. Yeah, Miz and Morrison made a GI bro joke. Oh, that's or hilarious. Corey Graves did. Once one of them did. So, <laughs> so that's what. So any other any other storylines progressing on Raw? Anything new um, starting? Alexa Bliss? Anything with her? Yeah, yeah. She cost Randy Orton a match tonight. She. uh I uh, was sitting at like all. Oh, by the way, Alexa Bliss wrestles Nikki Cross just previous to uh, uh, Randy Orton and uh, Edge. Um, there is a uh, little bit of a walk by between Alexa and Randy Orton as she is leaving the ring and he's entering it. And uh, you know, of course, I make an obvious comment about it. And then um, while Edge's match is going on, Alexa Bliss. Uh, uh, basically appears like she was sort of appearing and reappearing during her match with a heavy edit, of course. Um, uh, was it as on, good uh, as Matt, Matt Hardy when he was, um, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, probably, probably a little better than, um, but beyond, but uh, yeah, then still like, uh, she shows up and she's sitting on top of it. And then all of a sudden blood comes out of her mouth for some reason is, uh, what I saw. And then beyond that, um, I forget what happened with Edge as far as how he pinned them. I think he speared them. To be honest with you, like I was watching on DVR and I was just around the time that I was towards the end of it, it cut out. And then I had to go to the live part of it and I sort of missed that part. And then I immediately called you, if I had to be honest. 
But um, so we'll just fill in the gaps. <laughs> it's not necessarily an accurate description of my, what might have happened, but uh, you heard it here first. Edge is going after Roman Reigns. It's going to be epic. I think it's a bad thing. That's something I didn't really think about. And I think because I think we all thought it was going to be Randy Orton and Edge again. I think a lot of us. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ori. But then you start thinking Randy Orton and The Fiend, and that probably makes a lot more sense when you started thinking about that. It just wasn't time for Orton and, and uh, Edge to have that. And then people got a really good main event. Like we said before, a WrestleMania uh, caliber main event, if you want to look at it like that. I don't, but you could. You could certainly sell it like that. Yeah. And you know what? Good for that. That's not. That's interesting to me because you have the underdog, the big time underdog edge, who can have a great match, not a good match, a great match with Roman for the world for the, for the main event. He'll have a, the, the a lot of support. He's a big time baby face because of everything he's gone through, the injury that he sustained on top of everything else that's happening. So I think it makes sense. I, li- I like, I think even though I know you have the argument, like the, another old guy getting the push opposed to a young guy. A lot of people were hoping that it would be a Daniel Bryan, not that he's young per se, but certainly younger than, 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 uh, than edge, or maybe people thought maybe Cesaro was a dark horse. Uh, I don't know, Edge, but but I think Edge was a really good. I think Edge was a great idea, and I, I, I support it. I really do. Hey, let me ask. Let me ask you about this idea. Say Edge shifts over to um, SmackDown. Maybe he's a part-time guy. I'm not sure where they're going to go with this. But what if they align him with Kevin Owens, fellow Canadian? I don't think it works. I don't think they would do okay. it. I mean, it would work. Those guys are good enough. They could, you could do it anything with them and it would work. Yeah. However, I would suggest that they would never do that. Um, I think they like where they both are at. They might intertwine, but I don't know what other connection other than the Canadian thing, but you know, uh, I don't know. Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I think Kevin's probably done with Roman by now. I mean, maybe, I yeah, don't know, man. He's what, just literally, say? He literally just jumped off a uh, off of a forklift yesterday on top of him. Like, yeah, it's in the past. <laughs> I, it's like so look, fresh. I'm just te- you asked me with the ideas. I'm telling you that it's not. I don't believe that WWE is going to do it. Yeah, I can. You can for every reason you're telling me. I'm going to tell you the reason that they're not. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't think they go that direction. I mean, maybe they have a tag match together in a main event or something. But if you're looking for like a, you know, where they're you know, I don't know what you mean by together, like a like a Jericho Owens thing. Are you talking about something like that? Similar. I don't think they do that. No. Okay. I, I think they're going to okay. bring the intensity, and I don't know how much comedy they're going to be using to build the Roman Edge match. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, they're definitely not going to be. There's not going to be comedic in the slightest. Uh, I would say, if anything, you're going to see. Um, uh, some interesting uh, interactions between Heyman and Edge in that mix as well. Um, oh, I can see those two kind of sparring. Yeah, like that. That's going to be exciting. But you know, I'm just thinking it's like KO Kevin Owens. He's sort of a lone wolf. He's got the um, uh, bloodline. Of course, he's he's messing around with Uso a little bit. But you know, like even Sammy doesn't help him, and um, they don't necessarily go into it. And I think Owens made comment that he won't uh, team up with him again until he gets a haircut or something. 
That's probably, you know, it's funny. It's that's just something that you could say as a real funny joke, just because, hey, look, we're, he's basically, I'm a baby face. He's a heel. So yeah. maybe when Sammy turns baby face again, or if, if uh, Kevin turns heel again, Kevin has had a great run. He's at, he's been incredible. He's been incredible during this entire Roman Reigns feud. So why don't we think, uh, why don't we talk a little bit about Royal Rumble last night? Um, Absolutely. And let's, well, let's, yeah. let's, let's review. First of all, let's review all the results and then we'll go into all that what happened. And I just want to spe- specify the first result. We had the women's tag team championship and Ric Flair, I guess, cost Charlotte and Oscar that and Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax second time women's tag team championships and Oscar, the, the friendship at Oscar and Charlotte didn't seem tarnished. So I'm excited about that. And actually tonight at raw, I saw that they actually, um, they're starting to build towards, I'd say Oscar and Charlotte. Um, they, uh, they were in a tag match tonight and sorry to interrupt you, but, uh, just to keep it on the uh, current, like hot off the presses, if you will. Um, if you can't believe it, like Lacey comes out during the Oscar match with Charlotte. And I'm trying to think who else was involved. There was two other teams, Lana and Naomi. Well, they, cause they're best friends. They, could, they go together really well. Yeah. And you know what it is? It's like Naomi and Lana, and I could see them going against, uh, Shanna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax, and I could see Lana pinning Nia Jax after all the tables she went through. Well, Lana eliminated her last night. So, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how Lacey Evans fits into this. Uh, you know, but like, yeah, I, I would think it would just be Oscar, Charlotte, let them try to be bring the house down. But I have no plus, idea what they're doing with that. Evans. They got to be doing yes, stuff with Lacey, and they got to be doing something with Lacey yeah. and Charlotte, though. They just have to be. Maybe that's fast lane. Because really, what it comes down to is you have Lacey and Peyton Royce are trying to get them over as a tag team, but then Peyton Royce isn't involved in this whole Ric Flair thing. Are they going to have a Ric Flair on a pale ma- pole match? They, you know what? They shouldn't do the, the pole. They should do the uh, shark tank, uh, shark uh, cage. That what? I'm always interested in. What was it? N- Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. What was that? Was that the one? <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, Vince Russo, you mad genius, you son of a bitch. <laughs> There's a Viagra yeah, so. on a pole match. It isn't whatever. But anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, so we go and we go to the Royal Rumble last night. We can go through that. So I want to specify on our picks uh, specifically. Uh, we we with I want to talk about. Drew McIntyre and Goldberg led the night of started the night off. And I yep. thought my knife was going to be great at that point in time. I thought I had you beat because my yep. pick drew McIntyre Vince came through for us after all. And drew McIntyre and, you know, for a Goldberg match, pretty entertaining match, pretty good match for a Goldberg match. It didn't really have any nuances or anything. It was just mostly spears, but, it, you know, for a Goldberg match, it was pretty good. Anytime Goldberg doesn't win, it's good for me, though. So, Yeah, I agree with that sentiment. That's for sure. But it's just hard for me to put the term good and Goldberg match together. It's painful. <laughs> well, I'm putting it in context. So, so you thought Goldberg was going to win. I thought McIntyre yep. was going to win. 
Mm-hmm. We both got Roman right. And this awesome. is where what <laughs> and then the women's Royal Rumble is where you you tied me because I went with Alexa Bliss because I didn't want to pick uh to both SmackDown people. So I changed it to Alexa Bliss. You went with Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair and probably the better Royal Rumble, I would say. If you put a gun in my head, I think the women did a better job than the men last night. Yeah, I'd agree with that actually. Um, and they, and I mean, honestly, the women have been for me. They've been the most entertaining, entertaining thing on WWE for probably three or four years now, maybe three. Yeah, right They're around, consistent. right around this two and a half years, right around the same time. Uh, you, not even man, because you see what Alexa Bliss did early in the SmackDown years was incredible too. So. Um, so you went, you beat me there. I went with Alexa bliss, Alexa bliss. She was in the match for 30 seconds. That was really disappointing because she was about to change. And then Shayna Blazer just threw her out and then nothing happened with Shayna Blazer. But, um, and then finally the men's Royal rumble, we both did not get our pick, our pick. I think, I think we went with Daniel Bryan for our major pick. And when we had a surprise pick, Bryan was eliminated relatively early as well. Which I thought was in, which I thought they did just to, you know, whoever wins, which wound up being Edge, even though I don't think Edge would it would have happened to Edge, they didn't want him to get the Roman vibe. But that's yeah. the fortunate thing about the Thunderdome. You know, if if the if the audience isn't playing along, then they don't really have the impact on the show that they usually do, which actually I think has been a good thing. It's a good point. You didn't have the uh the rock out there holding Roman's hand, you know? Yeah, that that's what I that maybe they didn't they didn't want that. But right. let's go into uh yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, it's great. They gave each other respect at the end of it, and we got a chance to see Goldberg wrestle in, you know, long, longer shorts, basically. It was, and he, uh, it was one of the fabu- most fabulous moments of my life right there. Botched a spotter. Didn't look good in the spot as well. The jackhammer did not look uh, like a strong one, man. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as the Undertaker's, but whatever. Yeah, Vince I mean, got his payday yeah. for from Goldberg. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he cashed out. He gave him respect. Like I, and again, I, I'm just tired of Goldberg at this point. He's the last relic of the Attitude Era, and they just keep on beating that dead horse. Well, he's the only one who will do uh, it anymore because yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Sting would only well, wanted he, to come back for for the Undertaker, so Sting went to yeah. AEW. You know, the Undertaker's retired, even though I'm not convinced he's not going to be back again. I'm just not. And yeah. And I could everyone see him else. doing another theatric. I, I could see Undertaker doing another theatric sort of uh, match. Yeah, even though it wasn't as easy because it was a theatrics match, it really wasn't as easy as a lot of people thought it was. It was a pretty no, no. There, there was some sto- some horror stories. So, yeah, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. I just thought it was pr- pretty good for a Goldberg match, which I which I know sounds whatever, but I'm glad Drew won. It was a good win. It was a fe- it was a stupid build. It was exactly what they usually get in a Goldberg build. It was something that didn't make a lot of sense. And Vince got his payday, and that's it. And and he got his attraction. And it is what it is. It really wasn't going to make or break my night. The fact that they were opening with it, I was actually happy because then I didn't have to like sit through it later in the evening. So I was okay, cool. We're going to be done with it early. And I you won that have. match. That I was one zero. I was I was one up on you at that point. So I, I that's the other reason I liked it. You didn't with them wrestling first and opening the show. You didn't have that whole impending doom feel about having to sit through it later. You're like, okay, let's knock this off the list. Well, we're gonna take a break. We still have to discuss the 
the SmackDown are the Universal Championship between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, which easily the match of the night. And even though I don't love those kinds of matches, and we'll talk about the Men's Royal Rumble when we come back. Hey, drop us a line on, on our Facebook. You can also follow me on Twitter at Real Steve Alley. We will be right back. You are listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops. If you want to get back into the men's or no, we'll go to the SmackDown championship, the universal championship between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. And I don't like these matches completely. It's just a taste thing, but for the kind of match it was, I thought it was great. If that makes any sense. I'm not a brawler guy. I don't like um, wrestling in the crowd for 25 minutes, and that was kind of what you got the first 20 minutes of the first 10 minutes of the match or 15 minutes of the match, whatever. Yeah. But when the moment hit, uh, and everyone knows the moment we're talking about, when the moment hit, that match got great, and the finish I thought was great with the exception of uh, I think Paul Heyman's still trying to get that handcuff off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's definitely uh, – that was an interesting sort of uh, subtle uh, – less than subtle botch yeah. there at the end. Yeah, and for those of you Two who didn't see caught... it – Yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. For those of you who didn't see it, so Roman Reigns had Kevin Owens, and Roman Reigns was going to do the old handcuff thing again. And this time, Kevin switched it up on him, and Kevin handcuffed him to the point where he couldn't stand up. So he was going to be counted. And as the referee was going to count him, Roman was had one hand free, hit the referee, knocked the referee down. And so then Paul Heyman was cued to unlock the, the handcuff. And unfortunately, Paul Heyman might have taken it. It was, it seemed like it was a long time. I don't know how long it was, but it was comedically <laughs> funny. It's going to be on Botchamania. It was so long that the second referee stopped counting. <laughs> Yeah, the second referee stopped counting, and then finally Roman got up to his knees, just trying to keep it from like being look so horrible. <laughs> Kevin Owens, yeah, they laughed. and what was Kevin Owens just standing there? Count. What was Kevin Owens doing? Just standing there. <laughs> he, or, like, or did he, he have a low again. blow? Oh, yeah, Roman, it was it a low a, blow. That's right. Yeah, it was an awkward thing. And and he <laughs> was down on sure. the and he was down on the floor with a low blow for like, I mean the low. It was it must have been a very vicious low blow. Maybe it was a Superman low blow. For some reason, it took a yeah. long Kevin a long time to get up. I'm not sure. Paul, yeah, Paul Heyman. And, and you know what's funny? Because it's Paul Heyman. You usually don't think if you're going to have Paul Heyman, if there's going to be something like that happening, it would be Paul Heyman. Like, what what happened there? Yeah, it was like the positioning of the handcuff underneath those, like, uh, those iron uh, bars there uh, with the lighting equipment, it seemed. So I'm like, uh, and it's just so awkward. And you could tell he's like, oh, and he had to be sweating bullets. Some live TV and they're trying to like go and get this uh, accomplished. And it was such a good, but, let me ask you this too, which was funny. Yeah. Here's one thing. Here's uh, two things, uh, two spots in the, in their match Owens Roman, um, the golf cart and oh then the God. spot off the forklift. Yep, those two are great. But the 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 golf cart, I want to talk about that. Whoa, they I really, laughed at it. Oh my gosh, because it was out of no, it was literally you couldn't have hit an RKO out of nowhere quite as easily. <laughs> yeah, Holy shit! Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> just walking like nothing, and then you just see boom. Like if you didn't look, if you didn't really look at it, you think he got hit by a car. Like it was like. <laughs> He went flying, plexiglasses all over the place. 
Oh my god, <laughs> it was vicious looking, and it looked great. even like even even Roman's like reaction as like the windshield got kicked back towards them was pretty funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great spot, man. They nailed it. They, you know. It, it, it really now, made me, made you, it, 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 I don't know. I liked it a little bit better than the Sammy Guevara one last Well, year. that's what I was, that's what I was going to ask you. Like people are comparing that and the, the forklift spot to AEW things that they've been doing. And you, I'll even turn it up a notch. <laughs> they had bad bunny hit the Miz in the head with a microphone tonight. All right. That's needed, three things. All right. Timeout. I swear AEW to God. didn't create the golf cart spot. All right. And I love AEW. I watch AEW. I'm ridiculously obsessed with AEW like I haven't been at a wrestling company in, in decades. But I, look, this is whatever. I'm not going to kill him for that. I'm not going to kill him for the microphone thing either. It's. I mean, you would like to think the, the golf cart thing was enough distance. The the microphone thing that just happened though. That's a little weird. Yeah. Because they haven't used a microphone in decades. Yeah. But they did use a golf cart before. They had, I think they had a spot with Kane and Daniel Bryan. Right. You know, at some point. But whatever. It, and look, they, they 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 did a great job with it. But it's funny you bring that up because, as you know, how fickle the wrestling internet wrestling community is. No offense, folks. We're talking about you. Um, <laughs> obviously, AEW started yelling about how they they copied AEW. Oh, they copied us. Oh, they're copying us. And then. WWE, this is why I know WWE's done it before, because all the WWE smarks were saying, oh, no, well, Kane did it this year, and, you know, they did it this year and have you. So that's whatever. The microphone's a little whatever, too. At the end of the day, WWE is going to WWE, you know, and everyone steals from everybody, and it's kind of the same thing when WWE says, oh, well, AEW takes all a lot of their top talent. Well, what do you think WWE has always done? Ask Ring of Honor how WWE treats their talent. Go ahead. (laughs) Ask. You know what I mean? You think Hulk Hogan started in WWE? Nope. So don't give me that. Vince McMahon put people out of business for stealing people's talent. So don't give me that shit. So it's the same thing. Whoever your team is, whoever your team is, you're going to say, oh, they're doing that or they're doing this. And I think that's just not watching wrestling the way you should be watching wrestling. All right. I'm a softer town. I'm a, I'm a softer si- Silicon Steve Valley, man. You don't under, you, I'm next level consciousness. You're not getting it. I see that. You don't think there was any creative borrowing that they had like two, two arenas, uh, COVID era, if you will. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, I think it's, it's slightly ironic, especially like the, uh, forklift spot. And it was sort of similar to like the Guevara Hardy spot now. Yeah. That definitely was. Yeah, I'm not, and again, I'm not saying they're plagiarizing by any means, but it's interesting how, you know, it's within the same year. Uh, you know what? I, I will say this. I'm not saying they stole it from them, but they're not conscious that they're, uh, their competition's doing it, which I think le- lends to not really having a good focus on what, you know. I, I don't think Vince – first of all, I don't think they'd be like, 
oh, well, uh, you know, John Moxley just, they just hit Dean Ambrose at one the other day. We should do this. You know, Vince would probably still call him Dean Ambrose. Probably doesn't even know his real name's John. Goose yeah, he, there's no way he calls him John Moxley. No, no way. Yeah. What, 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 what are you guys watching over there? Oh, it's at AEW. What's Dean Ambrose doing over there? I thought, I thought he retired. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, he lied to me. God damn it. I thought he was going to be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> he's completely oblivious that he's wrestling for AEW. He's like, oh, I was wondering what happened to him. Yeah, then she, what the uh, hell? What the hell is Aaron Neville doing there? <laughs> Where's his goddamn cape? Somebody give Neville his cape and have him shave the beard, for Christ's sake. That's not what a superhero looks like. Jesus. So <laughs> that both spots were really good, though. I think that Roman and Kevin, you got I'm gonna give a tip my hat. They they really killed it with this feud. It's probably over now, and then we're gonna start looking toward WrestleMania. Um, and it looks like Edge, but definitely a great match. Uh, and Roman does win, and the Roman Empire is holding its ground. And we alluded to it. It looks like it's gonna be Edge and Roman. That's your guess. I want yeah. to. I kind of want to look and see the promo tonight, and I kind of want to check out Friday night to, to be sure, because I don't yeah. know if they're going to draw it out. I think they're going to start building the main event as quickly as possible, particularly if it's with Edge, but also with COVID, because you never know when someone's going to miss a week or two of television now. So true. So you want to get your build in early, just in case. Um, and then yeah. we go to the and then we go to I would call disappointing, even though I don't mind the winner. Uh, disappointing Royal Rumble, men's Royal Rumble. I would give it about a C, C minus. How? What, what did you feel of it, Edge? Uh, you know what? I'd give it. Yeah, I, I would say probably C plus C is where I'd be. Uh, we talked about it. I think one of the things, and it really is my expectation of why it's a, it's a C minus, because I didn't know the Jay White news yet, so I'm thinking maybe Jay White. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Brock Lesnar. So those are the two guys I definitely wanted to see. And I, and then, or I wanted to see maybe Seth Rollins come back with a little bit of a different attitude like you alluded to last week. Seth yeah. comes back, has a nice run. I think he was the second to last one eliminated. He was the first one eliminated in the first, in the, in the fake finish, but in the false finish, but um, then Randy Orton, but I text you midway through that route of rumble. I said, Edge is winning 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't get any points for that because I did pick uh, – who did I pick? I picked Daniel Bryan or Brock Lesnar. Who did you pick? Yeah. You had Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan too. Yeah, so Daniel Bryan yeah. was eliminated early. That was a disappointing thing. I think they did, wanted to shy away from having him there toward the end just to get the backlash possibly from the internet wrestling community because you know how great they are. You know? You, you, <laughs> They're the you, best. You text me something today, and they said the average age was 38 years old of people in that Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, evidently that's that's it. And there was only two people that were there that was that were below the age of 30. And and if you look at the women's Royal Rumble, it's the exact opposite. Most of them are in their 20s. Yeah, yeah. Or or late or, or the latest mid early 30s. Yeah, so, and it shows you that it's just like it, it's amazing. Like they supposedly have a developmental company and. Yeah, I mean, they use some people from that from NXT and what they're all over 30. I mean, you know, just it's amazing. 
um, like where they, you know, like where they are in terms of age. But um, seeing Edge win, I was okay with it, um, especially if it, if they're going to go the Roman route. I really thought they were going to go the McIntyre route. It was almost too obvious um, to me. But uh, I, I like the idea of Edge approaching Roman, the head of the table, the new boss, and Edge trying to basically bypass the entire line and move ahead and um, get his spot at the table, if you will. So, um, but uh, the, the whole Randy Orton thing, like being out of the match, pretty predictable. I knew he was going to come back. Um, Wait a minute. Even even while they were looking at him in the back, you hadn't you didn't think he was going to come back when they were when he had his foot out of his his actual foot was out. I think I think he had his boot listen, off, didn't he? Yeah, and listen, I thought if they had them in the ambulance, I was like, there's no way he was going to come back. But <laughs> he still he still made it out there because he's a trooper. <laughs> oh my god, no idea that was going to happen. No. None. And they did none it, whatsoever. And I think they did it in a way where you thought it might have been real. The, you know what I mean? I think you're like, oh, they looked like, oh shit, they did one of these. But I don't know. <laughs> I, you knew he was coming back. Yeah, hundred percent. You knew he was coming back, and at the end of the day, you know, it, it, I'm just glad it was Edge and not Randy Orton. I really didn't want to. Oh man, you give me yeah, hour, I, yeah, yeah, over Randy yeah, Orton. If I had yeah, you're like Randy Orton is the new Baron Corbin. He's the old Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah, he is. But he's, um, he's Baron Corbin in 2007. <laughs> so maybe Baron Corbin will become a good wrestler eventually. Hey, eventually he'll grow on you. Um, but yeah, I still like uh, everything. His match, he did have a match. I think it was against Dominic, and I actually that was the match I actually turned because I had on my internet, and I actually just turned it off. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't watch that. Um, so I, 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 I want to specify this. I actually sat through Bad Bunny more than a Baron Corbin match. So there's that. Thank you. Wow, that is uh, incriminating evidence right there about Baron Corbin. Um, yeah, but yeah. Oh, hey, what you think of uh, the um, of the return of Carlito? I gave a fuck. There you go, right? He had an apple. Did he bring an apple out? Yeah, he did, and Nakamura took it from him, and he's, like, looking at it. He's like, hey, why do you have an apple here? And he's like, hey, because that's my gimmick. And then they fought over the apple. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Nakamura was like, god damn it. I could be wrestling Okada right now. Fuck! Exactly. He's like, oh, I gotta go and pretend to, like, not misunderstand this apple. (laughs) Um, <laughs> did he look confused? I forget this. Yeah, yeah. He like looked at it and he's like, "What do you have?" Like almost like, "Hey, what do you got an apple there for?" <laughs> that's pretty funny. Carlito's like, "Well, that's sort of my thing. I go to produce markets and I grab an apple and I bring it to the ring." Does he pay for him? Because Razor Ramon didn't pay for him. Yeah, you know what? Um, it's a good question. We'd probably have to Wikipedia that. Yeah, we'll have to find out if he was as, as much of a hoodlum as as Razor Ramon was. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, Carlito, but you know what? I got Hispanic a... though, not like uh, Razor Ramon. Scott Hall's not Spanish. No. Anyways, I thought it, but I, it was good, and you know what? It's going to be interesting television because Edge cuts a great promo. Edge can tell a great yeah. story, and he can t- honestly, he can tell a story better than most. But let's go into that age thing for a second. If you remember back in the day, this was not WWE's game plan. 
They always yeah. they put out Macho Man Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan out the pasture, and those guys had a decade left in them each, a good decade left in them. Yep. And they were still drawing, but McMahon wanted to move on. He, yep. he wanted to move on. Oh, I, I got. I need new stars. I don't know where that mentality is. And what's funny is, and I don't know if this is good or bad for NXT. But NXT is no longer developmental. Yeah, they have a lot of young guys they're hiring off the street and they're, they're trying to you know, groom into major athletes. But the guys that are coming in from NXT are typically indie stars that are making yep. the waves, that are, that are defining what NXT is, with a couple of exceptions. So is NXT, to me, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it has lost its magic since going to USA and... Again, I'll ask this question, and I think one of the things it, is it because it, it's lost its identity a little bit? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know what this has to do with Edge and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah, I want to. I do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah great. And why do you you wonder why I spent an hour and a half editing the fucking show? But anyway, <laughs> that'll be a quick one. <laughs> You're like as soon as I mention NXT, cut, delete. Oh yeah, no, I've done that, dude. I've done that. Not in this podcast, but as man, no, I did. But the other one too, sometimes. But um, I'm a very harsh critic on myself when I'm re-listening the shit back, so it's good. <laughs> I'll be more likely to cut something for me. But so, all right, so we go to Edge, and yeah, I think it was a good move. I, he's going to be able to tell a great story, and I think the story with Roman is could be very, very powerful. Very bad. Yeah, you know what? Let me let me uh, let me uh, sort of uh, jump on that one idea that you mentioned though, about like the younger talent doing WrestleMania main events and stuff. Where like he got rid of Hogan and, and Macho Man before their time. I was thinking that earlier today. I'm like Vince McMahon and w- I'm sorry WWE is sort of like taking a play out of the WCW playbook, and they're bringing out and keeping up with these older stars, going the nostalgic route, and on the horizon, you have a young upstart company that's looking to like just be young, fresh, and new and doing something more organically. And here, Vince is still throwing Goldberg out there, and he can't even nail Jackhammer without anybody wincing or cringing. <laughs> that's true. Holy shit, that's true. So, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't understand why they're repeating what WCW did at that point. You know, I mean, I mean, WCW was really helped by the rise of the NWO. And I get it. You know, it was a way to get absorbed WWE guys. I thought we were going to see the pinnacle when Bret Hart came on over. I thought, oh, man, this is going to be something that changes the game. Unfortunately, it didn't go that way because of Mr. Goldberg. And we've uh, berated him for the last two weeks because of that. Time out. Bret Hart. Was in had a good solid year and a half, almost two years in WCW, and they botched everything about him. They did, yeah, they definitely did. And Vince told Brett along, you know, when that one point where Brett had a choice whether he was going to go or stay, uh, mm-hmm. before he came back for the first time and against Stone Cold in a Survivor Series, uh, when he was thinking about going to WCW, Vince said, WCW would never know what to do with you, and he was right. So, you know, but Vince changed his mentality. I don't know why, but don't forget, Randy Orton and John Cena was jammed down our throats when they neither one of them were ready. Neither one of them were ready. I think both of them would probably tell you that neither one of them were ready. So 
but they, they were jammed down our throats and they, but they were the young stars that they wanted to build. And John Cena became one of the biggest stars in the history of the business. You can argue the biggest drawing star ever because he was on top for yeah. a fucking long time. Yeah. A real long time. So, and nobody has stepped up and taken that, at least as the baby face, become the big baby face that John Cena was. They tried it with Roman Reigns, and the best thing Roman Reigns has been doing is the best part of his career has been what he's been doing the last six months. Yeah. As this mob boss type character. Yeah. And so, but who's this big, who is his protagonist who is who's the hero he's supposed to shoot down kevin owens is great but i don't think that's the guy who is going to be the guy to step up and is wwe going to go into and is wwe going to go into a old school wcw vibe where the heel was typically the world champion and it was the heroes chasing the world championship opposed to wwe where it usually was the hero defending the championship typically as as the top guy yeah, it's another good point. I mean, uh, you know, keep in mind they have the two and sometimes three shows. So, like, uh, you know, they, they they seem to be splitting the difference with McIntyre, and maybe McIntyre's that guy. I mean, what, what like how old is he at this point? I think he's thirty six. Which I mean, so legit speaking, he could do this for another ten years. Oh, absolutely, and but but and that's definitely the the point he he can especially if he takes good care of his body um let me just see exactly how old he older he is i and drew mcintyre is 35 years old i wasn't off by too much yeah so i mean yeah i mean maybe he is the guy i mean maybe i mean honestly he's he I mean, he was put on this planet to do what he's doing currently. And, and not uh, only that, they had I'm glad... magic. He and, Ro- he and Roman yeah, had yeah. magic at Survivor Series. Roman's had a yeah. fucking great run, man. Holy cow, he's had a great run. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe those are the two guys that they're just going to go and uh, strap the, the company on their back and just pull them into the future. Uh, it's not a bad two, I, I got to say. Uh, and it's great that AJ's there. Uh, because you could always throw him against either one of those guys, and then all of a sudden you have lights out match, uh, and even a feud. You yeah. know, yeah, this has been an incredible run for Roman. Because you, you think about the match he had with, with with Drew, and then you see this great run with with Kevin Owens. So it's exciting. And now, honestly, SmackDown's worth the watch, man. I've been actually watching SmackDown the last couple of weeks, and it's yeah so much Sammy. better than it was in a long time so i give you w i kill wwe you kill wwe a lot on this show but at the end of the day you got to give him credit smackdown's been great and roman's been great and yeah. i think edge is great because i think edge is a good enough where he's going to tell a good enough story and he'll be a sympathetic character enough and i still think he can lose roman can win to put roman over even more i don't know i don't think it yeah. beats roman i really don't yeah, I don't think so either. But hey, this it's this the early bet, you know. But we're not even one hundred percent sure he's going to go against Roman. But our our guess is, that, and I think that's a really yeah. good guess from everything you said tonight. I can kind of see it. He just said it, and kind of, I got to go through something that I lost. Now, could he be talking about his rated R superstar vibe, and could he be turning heel on Drew McIntyre? Is that a, even a remote possibility? I'd say no. Okay. Well, so to recap everybody, this past Royal Rumble was because we are going to take, we are counting, we are counting against each other this year. 
So after our very first pay-per-view of the year, we are two, one, I, I guess you can, you count the Royal Rumble as a loss. Uh, yeah. So, okay, yeah, you either, have to, because it's, it's a win. So, yeah, it happens. Yeah, if either one of us, like I got Bianca Belair. I mean, I'm counting that. Oh, absolutely. So it's two and two. So we're two. Yeah. We're both two and two this year, so far. Okay. Both, but it's Royal Rumble, so maybe that had something to do with it. Uh, I'm excited because I think I'm going to beat your ass, bud. Can't wait. What's the next? Put your money. I think it's going to be Fastlane. Ooh. Yeah, Fastlane. So interesting. I, I I thought it was overall a decent pay per view. I actually think it was probably their their least. Best pay-per-view they've had in a couple months. But overall, I mean, WWE, they're, they're doing some really good stuff. You know, they're doing some really stupid stuff, too. But WWE is going to WWE. So, hats off. I think it was a decent pay-per-view, though. Yeah, like, you know what? Like, if you look at SmackDown right now, especially, which is, like, sort of the crown jewel, um, they need Edge to go there. They, they don't really have another face to go against Roman, really, at this moment. And and well, you have Seth Rollins coming back. He's going as a heel. So I mean, it, it's something's needed there, short of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, what did you think about Seth Rollins coming back as the SmackDown savior again? And really not underwhelm, underwhelming. That perfect word for it. That's a perfect word. Definitely underwhelming. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, not to not to harp on Charlotte, but like if you want to talk about somebody that doesn't necessarily evoke like the right emotion that they were hoping for, Seth Rollins encompasses that. I agree, I agree, but it's not because yeah. you can't cut a it's promo. Just strange. I just think it's because yeah, it's strange. It's weird. I just think it's and also you don't know how he's going to react, but I don't think he's been given. He's made it work a little bit more. He's been given a lot more to deal with too. He had to put, he had to change his entire personality. I just it just wasn't a very good change. I don't think the Monday Night Messiah was a good idea at all. I, I think they they overreacted to him not getting the proper feedback that they wanted when he was the babyface. I guess he was the the uh, Universal Champion. Yeah, I mean, and when the Fiend beat, I, I think people were really just. They're just fickle, man. It's like, okay, okay, this is the guy you want to be, us to like. Okay, fuck him. Boo, boo. We like the guy who's from. We like the guy who's satanic, and let's favor him because he keeps on getting up. You know, it's it, it, he got the same treatment that that Cena got, and, and the same treatment that Roman got. Damn. Yeah, it's just strange because it's like Seth Rollins. You know, listen, if yeah, Seth Rollins, who's the best wrestler in the world, who's Seth Rollins going to say? Say Seth Rollins, right? Yeah. Right. And it's like, Which I don't think you know, when, when you consider yourself, the, no, I don't think so either. I mean, no disrespect, but like, all right, hey, you know what? You, you, like, like we just said it, where would you put him? I was just thinking that. Where would you put Seth? Right now, current. I could tell you who's better already. Kenny, AJ. Yep. Yep. Okada. Will Ospreay. Yes. Naito. Ooh, interesting. Oh, Will Ospreay's definitely better. It's not even close. It's not even close. Okay. Will Ospreay's, I compare him more to Kenny than I would put, I would compare him to Seth. Interesting. Okay. I'll take a word. Oh, yeah. Will Will Ospreay, he's a special talent. 
He's he's a storyteller too. He just turned heel uh, and he started this new thing. I forget the name of the, but he started his own faction with his girlfriend and a couple other guys in in New Japan. And keep a lookout for that. Will Ospreay. He, if anyone's going to be the the next guy Zhang to win the G one, it's going to be Will Ospreay. He's got a look. He's wearing suits. He's cutting badass promos, Mm. and he was already considered one of the best bell to bell on, on the planet. Man, okay, very cool. Um, would you say Romans? Would you say Romans ahead of uh, Seth Rollins? Roman ahead of Seth Rollins now as well. Yes, I'd probably I would put Moxley. Well. I'd put Moxley ahead of of Seth right now. I'd put Moxley. Yeah, I'd put Moxley ahead of Roman too. I'm sorry, ahead of uh, Seth Rollins too. How about um, let's think here. How about Drew McIntyre? It's a tough one. I would say, yeah, absolutely. Who am I kidding? You know, enough for not. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Seth, even though we're killing Seth, but he made Dominic Mysterio look amazing at that SummerSlam. Yeah, so the guy can go. It's not like we're shitting on him, but in terms of the overall package. Yeah, like, uh, we're, just talking bell, way, like we're just talking bell to bell yeah. right now, though. So if you're talking bell to bell, I mean, he's better than Dean Ambrose. No offense. <laughs> he's better than Moxley overall, bell to bell. But it depends on the match you want. <laughs> If you want a brawl, if you want yeah. a death match, Moxley's good. Moxley's your guy. But he's better. What about an Am- and what about an Ambrose Asylum match? <laughs> yeah, I think Moxley's better there. <laughs> well, yeah. call hey, the did Ambrose you, did, Asylum because you're crazy. You're on hedge. You know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like you want me to make fun of Roman for what? Oh God, do I have to? It's stupid. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember that. I remember what he said. He said, God made, God punished Roman. He said, that was the, that was the thing he said, but um, I don't know. Do you know how the, you know how they uh, originally wanted to bring in um, uh, Roman, uh, I'm sorry, uh, John Moxley, I'm sorry, or Dean Ambrose, I should say, in WWE, <laughs> the initial plan for him to come into, into the storylines was not necessarily the shield is what I was reading. No, it was with Nick Foley. What I read was that it was with AJ Lee and that because of her being sort of crazy, that was her boyfriend from the institution. That would be a cool storyline. And especially if he, I guess he would have worked. I don't know who they would have worked against, but that would have been a good storyline. Yeah. I mean, AJ Lee would have been yeah. great to see back last night too, but I think we got some, we got some lady who it was great. I like seeing, you see, I like the human interest story when I see an old timer that i that never really meant anything like Gilbert. I, I like the human interest story there. So I don't know who that lady was with that, the thing around, you know, who was Jill, whoever. Jill I would love Jillian was, Hall. I would, I, I wish there was a way to find out how many times she was Googled during the Royal Rumble. Cause I, I hate to be ignorant about this, but I had no idea who she was. No, nah, she was there for a cup of coffee, I think in 2008 and 2009. And I wasn't watching wrestling then. Cause I didn't want to see yeah. John Cena. Like literally I didn't want to see him. They said I couldn't see him, but I still saw him. Right, right. But <laughs> I'm, I'm softened now. Um, I I love Billy Kay. She, Billy Kay was another highlight for me. I absolutely adore both of the iconics, but Billy Kay, she's kind of the she's like the underdog because she was supposed to be the Janetti. And yeah. then they then they made Peyton Royce's hair look purple, and I don't even I don't I don't know whatever with that. And Billy Kay has taken a very small opportunity and she's really made the most of it. And she's turned a lot of heads 
and uh, she's adorable. I just love, I love how like she's so positive and all that. And she's very loud. I, I thought she still, she really, uh, I really was entertained by Billy Kay last night a lot. Yeah. She's definitely making the best uh, of her opportunity here. And uh, she's going to grow nicely out of this whole situation. Yeah. And, and I'm surprised because a lot of people, again, she, they thought Peyton Royce, Vince was really high on Peyton Royce. Yeah, Peyton Vince is higher in there from Peyton Royce fits Vince's alleged preference in terms of her looks. And but Billy Kay is just hilarious and she's a good worker. Um yeah. they flirted with the iconics, but they didn't do anything with it, and then nothing came of it the rest of the night. Like, why didn't like WWE does these really weird things where they kind of tease like it's almost like they do it for a fuck you to the fans. I really think that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Let's tease the Iconics thing and then not do it and then don't do anything with it the rest of the night. <laughs> like why? What was the point of any of that? Stupid. They're showing us. They're, they're showing us who's in charge. Oh my god! I, I just didn't understand it. Like, why, what was the point of any any part of that spot? That was one of the cool stories of the Royal Rumble. I thought they were we were going to see kind of a reunion of the Iconics. Yeah. And you, it, you, they teased it, you know, maybe, hopefully they, they come back. I think that a lot of people have been hoping then for them to get back. And I think you can make the, even though Billy Kay has made the most of it, you can make the argument Billy Kay's getting a bigger splash now in this singles run with the resume thing than she was at, as the Iconics. You can make that argument. I know, I know, because they took you know they take uh, Peyton Royce and they're like, we're gonna t- we're gonna cherry pick you from this this established tag team. The only and we're one gonna in the put division. you right, and we're gonna put you with this one that you have no connection to, and then your bond is gonna be so strong in terms of a storyline that we're gonna throw Ric Flair into the mix, and the blonde may or may not be sleeping with the Nature Boy, and then you're gonna be but, forgotten about completely. Yeah, great, great and, job of booking Peyton Royce, everybody. Hey, Peyton, but don't forget this, though, Peyton. We are going to go and we'd like to request that you go and get your hair dyed purple. <laughs> what color do we have available? Purple. How about purple? Uh, well, Sasha okay. had purple. Sasha had purple. Sasha ah, blue now, right? Ye- that was almost two years ago. They don't have remember that shit. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. neon. Shotzi's green, Sasha's blue, uh, Becky's orange, uh, Asuka, holy shit, everything. That was the unicorn color you want, boss. Uh, You know, this is Triple H. That was the uh, unicorn color you wanted. You said you wanted a special color. You you, You didn't work out that day. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, my goodness. We got to have the blondes together. Get Mandy and, and Dana Brooke here. One and two. Here you go, blondes. I love both of them, too. I think they're both talented. They got such a talent. Yeah. They, they got, I'm, I'm looking in that, that, that Royal Rumble last night, and everybody yeah. in that Royal Rumble, for the most part, is a bigger name. It's, it's incredible how talented this roster is. And that's why we get this. That's why we, we, we groan and bitch and complain and we tweet and we – Say, come on, because we want it to be better. Because there's so many magical moments that we've already missed. We deserved yeah. an AJ Styles, John Cena, WrestleMania match for the championship. We didn't get it. I don't know. Over and over again. We can we can go on for days. No. No. So, but overall, pretty good Royal Rumble. Uh, start, we're now officially in the WrestleMania season. And we'll see how, if Edge does pick Roman Reigns. I think that's, 
a great story. I would be cool with that. I would sign up for that right now. Yeah. Um, and again, we're not sure. You think Drew's going to do the Celtic Warrior at Fastlane? You think that's where they're yeah. just going to end it? I, I have a feeling it's going to be the WrestleMania match. Yeah, that'll probably go to WrestleMania. They'll, they'll put a stipulation on that match. Um, some sort of United Kingdom back alley match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know. Nordic looking motherfuckers, aren't you? Anyways. So what do we got? We got coming up beach bash for, and did you, so you did check out the being the elite today as we can switch gears and we're about to close up the shop today. You did watch yeah. being. The uh, yeah. Elite. I tried. Yeah. I tried watching it. It's not my thing. You didn't see John Silver bombed trying to kick a field goal against Sammy Guevara. You know what? Like, what, at what point? Like, because I, the last thing I saw was like uh, uh, Luchasaurus driving some other dude around the parking lot with dinosaurs, and I'm like, this. Oh, time out, time out. You didn't like. You didn't think that was funny. So, if anyone was watching being uh, so what happened was, if you, if you're again, I will always say this: if you're if you're watching all all elite wrestling and you're not watching being the elite, you're watching, you're missing a lot of nuances. How about when Anna Jay defended the Dark Order? You know how Anna see it, it, again. It's it's hard for me to to explain this to you because if you're not watching it, so I wait think, a second. Did Anna did Anna Jay? Uh, um, she threw some guy over a railing, right? No, she went off. Hangman Adam Page was hanging out in the Dark Order locker room, just getting uh, some booze, and Anna Jay saw him and went off on him. See, I told you, I, I, or actually, my in my uh, dynamite dynamite review. I kind of compared Hangman Adam Page as like that really that that jilted you know that jilted uh, heartbroken girl who has like the real nice guy who's trying to rescue them. Think um, think bridesmaids. Hangman okay. Adam Page is the lady in bridesmaids, and the Dark Order is the cop, the foreign guy, the cop. Who I think he's Irish or, or or English or something. I forget what he was. Yeah, and I thought then, that was a big story. Yeah, and Matt on Hardy movie. now, and Matt Hardy now is the dickhead who she kept on banging the whole time. Uh, and so Matt, so Hangman Adam Page really hurt the Dark Order. They were depressed, like they were like heartbroken, like oh, I just love him. So Anna Jay, basically, who always acts like she doesn't care about the Dark Order. She said, you broke those guys' hearts. You just stay the fuck out of here. Get that. She's yelling at him. And Hangman was like, oh, she's right. So Anna Jay, you, you saw this development of her character of how she cares so much about these guys, even though she treats them like castles. So you're seeing these nuances on these characters in professional wrestling. You don't typically see all that much and at least not done this well. So I, I think you're really doing a disservice. If you didn't see that, it's another evolution of this Hangman Dark Order thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I I thought you told me like the beginning was like really funny, and then. Uh, oh, I like the beginning. They were talking about all the stuff that they had to edit out. So they had the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks, <laughs> and I still say the Young Bucks are turning heel, knock it down. Uh, they had the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers, and they were saying, "Hey, we got to edit all that stuff out." And so they just showed Luke Gallows being the biggest uh, idiot. He just he's just swinging around the belt like it's his cock, just swinging it around all over the ring. And this is, you know, it's primetime television on a real real network, you know? And then during the, they did a, the triple powerbomb spot, if you remember it, or the quadruple powerbomb yeah. spot toward the end of the, 
Well, apparently, and you'll appreciate this being one who loves Mother Nature's finest as well. <laughs> the Good Brothers, Luke Gallo acted like he, you know, he was miming like he lit up a joint. And he took a hit, passed it to Carl Anderson. Anderson takes a hit of this fake joint. And then, and meanwhile, they have all, all members of the Dark Order in this position. They're going to power, you know, do the apron power bomb, a la Kevin Owens. And so then Anderson tries to hand it to Matt Jackson. And Matt's like, no, I'm not doing that. And it, it's a fake joint, but he still was like, no, I'm not doing that because they're anti, they're like, you know, straight edge. And so they had to edit He's that out. He's a Christian boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was kind of funny, but they, um, and they just were kind of alluding to possible more dissension, but they also mentioned that there's never going to be a new Japan. Like they're not going to work with the bullet club. There might be a new Japan situation with AEW, but they're not going to, they uh, yeah. very clear. They are not going to, there is legitimate heat with Tamatanga and the bullet and, and the bullet club and the elite. And if you're the elite, why would you even give a shit about the bullet club? You're much bigger than the bullet club ever was. Now AEW is more popular than the bullet club was. Yeah, definitely. So the reality is... Yeah, I agree with that. So the... And Tamatanga, and they struggled. I mean, Jay White was a good was a good leader so so much, but he didn't do what Kenny Omega did. They put evil evil there, and the Bullet Club's kind of a mess right now. And yeah. At least it's not as dominant of a faction as it, as it had been previously. And so if Tamatanga's going to be a dick and he's going to go on his Twitch and just talk shit on these guys who really have been... If you talk about anybody in this business... The, the young bucks are considered really good human beings and you know for tama tonga to take a shit on all of them like that like he did on his twitch if you didn't see it please look it up and calling them fake ass bullshit and doing all his thing and it just was not it just was unnecessary and the reality goes is that bullet club is kind of you know tama tonga kind of cut off his nose to spite his face because you probably could have made a lot of money feuding with bullet club versus old bullet club but if that's not going to happen now because of whatever, then I think Bullet Club loses out on that because then you're not going to get that rub. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, you know better than I, man. I mean, but yeah, I tried watching it and it was like, okay, I saw that part. And then, you know what annoys me about the BTE thing is this. It's like they're re-showing stuff from, the, uh, from Dynamite without the audio, with all that. So, like, now I'm basically watching home videos of stuff that I watch anyways. Though they try to show you from a both different perspective, but in this, this instance, you saw all the stuff that they cut out. Right, right, right. I got so you. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. See, you're bitching about it, and you missed the whole joint spot, which you would have loved. No, I saw that, and then, you know, I just, I'm not like, oh, I, I like, you know what, like, consider the source. Anderson Gallows. I'm. I use the word underwhelmed. I'm underwhelmed. You don't. You don't like him pretending that uh, his belt is his cock. I could give two shits about that. Really, it's It's hilarious. Yeah, you didn't like the Festus jokes. He said Festus, but he said with a ph. So, so just in case Vince doesn't own the rights, you didn't like that joke. Again, I'm not into Gallows and Anderson. I'm not really remotely entertained by them. I don't think they're that great of a tag team. I mean, truthfully, Anderson is great in the ring, for the record. Does he do the spine buster? <laughs> of he course does. he does. His last he name does. is Anderson. 
You didn't mind it when it was uh, C.W. Anderson or whoever the hell that was in ECW. Uh, I remember him, ECW, man. He used to pop those. Those are good. Oh, dude. Um, and, he, and he did the thing with the wrist, too. Yeah, yeah. It was like, like I'm like, why can't they use this guy? Um, I think it's Dax. Yeah. I think it's Dax Harwood, actually, if I remember correctly. Is that what happened to Dax that's he morphed into that guy. <laughs> Dax Harwood did. That's that. That was Dax Harwood back in the day. He'd be a little bit yeah, older than he is. Really is though. So I guess that's yeah. not true. <laughs> but yeah, listen. I, 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 hey, I, I admire the young bucks for sure. I love Kenny for sure. Don Cows. But then when I'm getting to like Gals and Anderson, okay, I get the history and all that. But they didn't really entertain me all that much at WWE, and I, I almost feel like I don't know, man. Like I feel like it was a lost opportunity and i feel when i'm watching them that's when i'm associating it and it's not their fault necessarily but again when i watch it when i watch joints i get and he's looking to go and improve the match that way okay yeah i can see why i don't know i think rvd did a little bit better <laughs> Damn, maybe. I just watched an old ECW pay-per-view the other day, too, and I'm dying to find a promo where RVD is quite obviously smoking weed. It's like, oh, yeah. Fonzie, what are you doing in here? And I can't find it because it was one of the funniest promos, but I was watching uh, Taz on his way out. I guess he fought RVD for the... Uh, I don't know if it was for the ECW championship or for it was for the television championship. Yeah. I might know that. But uh, that was fun. Taz was such a bad motherfucker back then, dude. Holy, he still is, but holy cow. You forget yeah, how yeah. badass, how much of a badass he was in ECW because WWE wound up finishing kind of out like a jobber a little bit. Yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, he just, he, he had all the whole motif going out there, man. And just, uh, the, the, yeah, like the suplex machine was just a great deal. And Sabu and RVD, their whole interaction with Taz and then Shane Douglas, man, that was a good time. That was a good time in wrestling. Even the impact players with Lance Storm and Justin Credible later. I mean, it was some, yeah. some really good stuff. So um, I'm referring to RVD. So that was, uh, I'm actually, you know, I've, I've been doing a lot of that. But so, okay, so we're going to get out of here folks hope you guys have enjoyed high spots and cheap hops good job on the road Roma for wwe overall and we'll see you guys next week we're gonna do some more a we're gonna focus a little more on aew and, and of course review beach break which is coming up this week the main event is gonna be john moxley pack and ray phoenix who i absolutely love going up against i guess it's gonna be the good brothers and the best bout machine kenny omega and gallows is going to be in that i think it's gallows anderson and, and uh kenny yeah. the good brother two, <laughs> He's two out of three ain't bad huh he is not a very good in-ring performer i will say that for no that's you. i love thing. him Let's though. Stop He's he does do bottom feeder humor if you don't love bottom feeder humor you might not love it he does have a i mean sex ferguson have you ever youtubed any of his sex ferguson videos Nah, he's ridiculous he's like he does a spot where he just punches this guy right in the dick and then he says fuck you buddy right in your stupid cock it's just stuff like that it's literally it's it, it's like the tv show that people on idiocracy used to watch you know nah, okay gotcha. people get getting hit in the balls yeah yeah I actually yeah. paid fifteen dollars for their pay-per-view that they had i forget the name of it it was the worst worst pay-per-view ever or whatever it was called 
and it yeah. was Sex Ferguson, and they just had it was just a shit show. They obviously had a lot of fun doing it. They had the Midnight or the Rock and Roll Express was there. They had Hurricane there. They did all these different old, sh- and it was all dick and fart jokes. It was just it was it was. It's kind of worth the watch. I don't think it's worth the fifteen bucks, but it's worth the hour to watch it. But you know, Gal- Six Ferguson, which was originally Tex Ferguson in that WWE Southpaw situation. Yeah, yeah. And Chad, too bad. I don't know. Yeah. I think you're hard on. The- I think give the Good Brothers give the Good Brothers another chance. See what see what they're made of. <laughs> okay, well. Have an open hey, uh, I will. I will. Um, yeah, the Yoko's doing. Hey, just so you know, the Yoko's doing a thing. Pretty impressive. Yeah, and I, I actually previ- I knew how much of a big deal he already was within that community. Um, his picture is all over. You know, being a trainee at the W at uh, Samoan, yeah. in the at the uh, Wild Samoan uh, training facility that I was. Uh, Samu actually trained me there. Was Yokozuna's. He did a lot for that family. I think what what Roman said specifically, that's kind of the vibe I got without getting specific with yeah. the with the Anawahis, uh, who I've become f- good friends with. And it's, you know, um, it, the respect it was, that I, they all had I, for him because he shared the wealth, man. He took care of his family. The way they feel about yeah, family think- and faith is amazing. Yeah, I think uh, they almost alluded to like, hey, he was a little bit too gracious. Like, I don't know if he left uh, too much for his own kids to to a certain extent. Uh, but uh, seeing him, like, I wasn't really watching wrestling uh, at that moment. I think I just like I gave up on it. It was like post uh, Ultimate Warrior, so I was born into just like uh, like the Yankees at that point, things of that nature. Uh, NFL, NBA, chasing girls. You're in high school, or just you know, you're chasing yeah. girls and and doing all and all the experimenting with all the drugs. I get it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so I, I didn't really get a chance to see his career, but like watching them, like I, I could see where they saw the money, and I I just I was in shock. And I felt terrible for the guy because it's just like I, he, I mean, he was pushing what 800 pounds at one point. Yeah. It, it's, it's just sad. And you yeah. Like, why, yeah. And you wonder why no one, no one was able to reach out to him. Um, yeah. And that was the, weakness, you know, that, you know, that, I, yeah, that was his vice. And it was just like, honestly, like you see in like the eyes of, uh, of Rikishi, Savio Vega, even Undertaker, just like them trying to help him, Vince trying to get him into uh, Duke University for them to go and you know micromanage his uh, his diet. And holy smokes, man, it just uh, and you know what? He's a powerful big dude. Um, did you actually watch the the special, or yeah, you just you're aware of what was it? What did you think of the um, the Bret Hart commentary in regards to? Hogan coming out and all that. That was a pretty interesting thing. Yeah, I heard heard that before. And there actually was rumored heat between Bret Hart and Hogan because of that whole thing, actually. At the end of the day, I did hear why they did it. And Bruce Pritchard's talked about it. And he was actually one of the people that was interviewed. But Bruce Pritchard talked about it in – he's talked about it before about that. And yeah. they wanted to give, have Hogan one last run, a goodbye. They figured they owed right, it right. because, and in that vein, I understand it. 
and you know Bret Hart, who again bell to bell my favorite ever probably. Sometimes he takes things the wrong way or takes things a little too seriously, and I think that was just something that really wasn't that big of a deal. You know, Vince always well, it was a big it was it was a big deal because it, it happened right there, and that was Yokozuna's moment. Like Yokozuna should have ran with the belt. I don't know if you picked up on Roman Reigns's like reaction to Hogan winning it. Yeah, no, it pissed less than enthused. It, yeah, it pissed that whole family off. Yeah. They wanted him to have that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you can point to me the last time a heel walked out of WrestleMania as a champion, please tell me. At that point. At yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at that point, happened. definitely not. It never yeah. happened. And they didn't create Yokozuna yet. He wasn't what he was just yet. That title run made him what he was. He was just an up and coming yeah. guy. He wasn't even there for a year yet. So yeah. I understand the frustration and the disappointment from their family, but Yoko got his moment. Yoko sent Hulk Hogan packing. He basically, for a time, yeah. ended Hulk Hogan's WWF career. He totally did. So Hulk Hogan was dead. We heard they, they always replay that Bobby Heenan, uh, that, that Bobby Heenan soundbite. Hulkamania is dead. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, the part of, you know, Bobby Heenan being one of the, probably the biggest overall antagonist in Hogan's, you know, career. Yeah, and he's the one saying it. It's, it's great. dead, that son of a bitch. But no, we're both going to be in WCW next year, actually. So it's not really dead. <laughs> you know. It's so true. <laughs> it's ridiculously true. But, uh, but yeah, so I it was great. I, I, I do pick, I get what you're saying at the end of the day. What Hogan did for that company, give him a nice little because they were pushing him at the door for the most part. Yeah, they were not resigning him. They want they saw the the writing on the wall with Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon at the time, Kevin Nash. You know, um, they saw the hey. writing on the wall which where they wanted to go. So they and, gave Hogan, and, and Yokozuna had a major pay per view where he beat Hogan. You know, that was yeah. a big moment. So he had his moment. I mean, Thunder in Paradise was on the wall for them. Chris Lyman was in that show. Chris Chris Nolan, yeah, I heard he directed that. No, Chris Lemon. Chris 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 Nolan, and he wound up doing the Batman's. Did didn't he? No, Chris that? Lemon, Jack Lemon's son. I don't know who what he looks like. I I wouldn't. Is it Jack Lemon from the Odd Couple? Jack Lemon or Jack Lemon? Yeah, from the yeah. No, no, Jack Lemon from the Odd Couple. Oh, I love the Odd Couple, but I like the Jack. I like the uh, the Jack Klugman. And Tony right, yeah. Randall. Tony guy. Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, Oscar. that was a good one. Oscar. Oscar. Oh, my God. It is it is getting late here, folks. It is getting late in the evening. Yokozuna, God bless him, though. That that family is um, – it's an incredible the, – the, the family unit there is incredibly tight-knit. That's not a bullshit thing on them. You know, they yeah. they moved heaven and earth to get Samu to Rikishi's Hall of Fame. Um, anytime Rikishi's come back and Rikishi's a Hall of Famer big star he's come back and helped Samu on several occasions so they, they still take care of each other for for the most part yeah no that's good it's like that, that family's so important and you see it's just being propelled with uh, with Roman currently and uh, it'll continue to go so as, as, as you know like uh, The Rock's daughters uh, under development uh, with WWE currently so 
this is just going to continue well. and continue. And by the way, yeah, and you know what? And that was the thing. Did you notice that during the Royal Rumble, all of a sudden she's like ready to turn on Shayna Blazer? So Tamina is standing next to me. You got your tag team champs. Uh, who gives a shit that Tamina's there? It's family. Oh, yeah, family. And they were a tag team for like a week, weren't they? Before Nia yeah, Jax yeah, yeah. got hurt or hurt somebody. It's either one or the other with that lady. It's what usually happens. God, she gets, you talk about, I like Nia as a person, by the way, everything I know about her, but as an in ring performer, yeah. she gets beat up on Twitter, man. Holy cow. She gets destroyed on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. I feel bad uh, you know, for these I, people, like, man. Holy shit. Do they know what they're getting into? Especially women. Holy shit. Yeah, the world could be really, uh, and the internet specifically could be really like a crappy place for people. Just, uh, yeah, no. I mean, you got two jerk offs like us cherry picking what we want in life and just start talking about it once a week. Hey, she, you know what? Nia Jax never ended Bret Hart's career, so she's not the biggest piece of shit ever. So that's good. No, that goes to Goldberg. Jerk off. I hope Goldberg never wrestles again for the record. And no, it'll happen. He'll oh, bring him back. He, he loves it. He loves getting his payday. He loves being treated like a king. But I yeah. now I have a question for you. Do you think, because there were a lot of people that tweeted, including Baron Corbin, that tweeted poorly about the love of having Goldberg as part, getting this, this spot in the Royal Rumble, in the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Instead of Big yeah. E or instead of somebody else, or not that he would do it in that particular spot anyway, because he's on a different show, but. Yeah, I mean, really, it should have been Keith Lee of anybody. And, why, and so Keith Lee, I initially was like, well, what happened? Where is he? He did get in contact with someone with COVID-19, so there wasn't because he's in the doghouse or anything like that. Yeah. It sucked because he would have had another good moment, but he wasn't going to win either. It, you know. No, was, no, no. I don't know. We'll see what's up. Oh, by the way, yeah. Kenny, I don't know if you know this, but a yes. lot of people were, were were tweeting at Kenny about the golf cart, the golf cart spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Kenny's yeah. like, hey guys, I don't really watch professional wrestling. If you wanna if you wanna if you wanna get my you wanna if you wanna make me upset, talk about games that I really like. He took the high road in a way. Oh, he always does, man. And he he's been very honest. And so is Don Callis. They they don't watch WWE. They have no they have no desire. They don't care. They don't know anything that's going on in WWE. I don't blame them because you wouldn't want that influencing what they're trying to accomplish. And that's and Cody Rhodes said the same thing. Cody Rhodes said the same. He's like, yeah. I don't I don't care what they're doing. We're 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 writing, we're writing our own music, is what Cody said. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, and it is, you know, because who knows? Maybe you'll start doing this stuff, but I, doing the same stuff, you know, ripping them off. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's still a really exciting time to be a professional wrestling fan. WrestleMania season's coming around. AEW is still AEW, which is great. Intertwining with it, uh, Impact, New Japan. Jay White did come back to New Japan this past weekend, so he is not going to be in WWE to my chagrin. And um, that was pretty much the weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Vlad, you got any parting words you want to say to the High Spots Cheap Hops family? I just appreciate you guys listening in and uh, looking forward to uh, uh, future shows. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for Vlad the Impaler. This is Silicon Steve Alley for High Spots and Cheap Hops. Here endeth the lesson.